Well, Happy New Year, and it's a new day here across the Southland. We're back. Hello, I'm John Rawl, the voice of all things Southern, if you will, the general of all things Southern as well. And this is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent, and we're glad to have you join us here on, in many cases, a not-so-pretty day. And we're going to talk about the big news out of Washington, D.C. right now. They're gathering, they're raising their hand, they're being sworn in on the nation's capital as the new Congress takes over. And they're having a call by states as we speak, trying to determine the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, in battle leader, if you will, before he even takes over. President Trump even came out recently and said, hey, we should go for this guy. Let's avoid a, a, an embarrassing start to this new Congress. We'll keep you up to date if any news comes across with Kevin McCarthy's speakership. That's a big story across the nation today. Also, a lot of eyes and ears on Cincinnati, Ohio, where DeMar Hamlin, a Buffalo Bills playmaker, was injured last night. He ended up going into cardiac arrest after he made a defensive stop in that Monday night football game, and he is right now in critical condition. And... A lot of people glued to see what's going on. Prayers to this young man who played his collegiate ball at Pitt and the former Panther now with the Buffalo Bills. Just a scary scene, so much so that it ended up canceling the game last night after a couple of minutes left in the first quarter. So a lot of people got uh, thoughts and prayers going to Hamlin's family and for Hamlin himself today as we wish the best for that young man. And, uh, of course, football big time on a lot of people's minds across the Southland. We've had all, almost all of our bowls are wrapped up. We well, Actually, all of them are wrapped up now that I think about it because we had several bowl games played on Monday and a great game in Dallas, technically Arlington, between Tulane and USC. If you didn't see that, you might want to go back and find the highlights of that one because, boy, what a great win by the Green Wave. All you Tulane fans out there, roll wave. What a great, great way to start 2023. Willie Fritz's ball club doing quite well. So we'll talk about some football here today. We'll also talk about anything you've got going on across the Southland. And Jackson, our toll-free number to call if you would like to read. Well, actually, that number is not available right now. Let me give you our Old Town Spaghetti Store hotline, 731-423-8101. Or if you'd like to text us on the Mandrecker service text line, 731-277-5155 is how you can reach out to us right here on this Y'all Show. First Y'all Show. Let me take a moment to thank everybody for for bearing with me. You know, for many years we had the Y'all Show going and we've kind of not been in production for, let's say, the year 2022. But it's a brand new year And we're glad to have you on board as we're doing this show that's uh, Southern-centric. But if you've got something you need to get across your chest, whether it's uh, hyper-local, we want to hear from you right here on the uh, show covering the South. And we're streaming at WNWS.com. You can find us there. And also check out, if you're not able to see it live, on Roku as well as Apple TV and as well as at Fire TV, some of the great programming available to you that we have. And then also this show is back on iTunes. If you want to find it, you can listen to it in its entirety by checking it out and just search y'all show on iTunes and you'll see it right there. 
we're Southern. We're proud of it. And there's a darn good chance you're Southern and proud of it, and we want to hear from you. That's why we have our 731-423-8101 number to call and show your Southerness. And if you're a Southerner by choice, then that's certainly fine as well. We want to want to hear from you all right here. Again, our flagship station is News Talk 101 WNWS-FM in Jackson, Tennessee. And thank you, Grace Media Group, for letting me step in here. And as we start 2023, we'll be holding hands and singing y'all together. How about, how does that sound right there to get 2023 together? Well, I've been off the air for the most part, and uh, I'm sure you all have had a very busy, exciting holiday season. And it's been uh, one full of many miles for this old boy as I drove all the way down to Florida and went throughout much of Florida over the last week and had a great time and great weather. Man, on Sunday I was uh, in Tampa and had to take uh, – I had a two two layers of clothing on. One was an undershirt and one was, the, the I guess, the golf shirt, if you will, and had to take one of those shirts off because it got too darn hot. And uh, it was a great thing for – I guess an early January day to be having to shed clothing like a snake, but it was uh, a lot of a lot of things different now with weather fronts and more coming in. And let's take a quick gander locally at what's going on with uh, weather in the mid south. And most of the front it looks like has moved through the mid south here, uh, Jackson, Tennessee, at least. And I know they had some bad weather across North Mississippi earlier today. I think there were some tornado warnings. I heard about, so if you hopefully got through that okay, man, it, it is amazing when you travel the Southland, as many of you probably do on a, a quite regular basis, one of the things we have to put up with in this part of the world, tornadoes, and luckily for my journey, I didn't have any tornado or tornadic activity specifically, but it is kind of eerie when you're driving down a road, and I was in the Dothan, Alabama, yes, uh, Dothan, Alabama area yesterday coming up, I guess that's 231, 431, one of those two. <laughs> I know they both end up in Huntsville, but I was driving up uh, 231, I think it was, and you can see, as you well know, if you've lived in the South long enough, the damage from a tornado from maybe months past or years past, you can see that swath of trees just mangled. I saw it down in Florida too. Um, on Thursday of last week, I think it was, and it's just creepy because you see, like, especially pine trees, they get knocked off more than halfway up. And look, when people go in and they, they harvest timber, they're going to get all the trees down. But when a tornado, tornado comes through, it's just going to take out that top half of a tree and that, that little section there, you just see it. I know many years ago there was an awful tornado outbreak in northeast Mississippi, and I still – uh, I think they lost like 20 people around Smithville, Mississippi, and then that thing went over near Hamilton, Alabama. And when I come up the interstate, I can still see, even though it's been darn near 10 years, you can still easily spot where that thing came through. That was the same day the uh, tornado hit Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and did so much damage there. But I, I, I'm a little, little perplexed that we've got this kind of outbreak here in January, January 3rd to be exact. Uh, I, I know we saw across the South just the other day, sub-zero temperatures in many, many places and records broken. Even in Florida, as soon as I got down there, just a few days after Christmas, ice still, even though the cold front had moved through the area, you still saw the sickles on the bases of trees. You saw 
lots of water fountains that were frozen. And, and, and I'd heard many stories about how people had let their faucets drip outside the spigots, which is, that's kind of an unusual word. You know, have you ever tried to spell spigot? <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. But, yeah, people tried to be proactive and drip the water to keep them from freezing, and then what happens is the thing freezes anyway, and it's a beautiful sight. If y'all saw that wherever you are over the last uh, week or two, you saw that winter wonderland perhaps in your own yard. But, yeah, now going from that to some warmer temperatures and now a soggy day for many of you and and in some cases a, a, a day where you need to be stuck near a weather radar to see what's going on as we've got uh, just changes. As they say, just stick around. If you don't like where, where you are, you might end up enjoying it here. It might totally change. Some other news headlines across the land. Um, some very strange accidents and, and passages in the celebrity world that have happened in the last day or two. First of all, Jeremy Renner. Uh, what a great actor. He is in the ICU currently recovering from two surgeries after he was injured in a snow plowing incident. And then a YouTube star and I think DC Shoes co-founder Ken Block has died at the age of 55 from a snowmobile accident. Ken Block. So check him out. I not heard of his name, but I'd heard of his company before. He was killed on a snowmobile over the last couple of days. And then the actor, Jeremy Renner, who's been in really, really some, some major Hollywood films in the ICU after a snow plow, not a snowmobile, a snow plowing accident uh, somewhere across the land. So I don't know what's going on with snowing and snow plows. And how does, how does Jeremy Renner... He's an actor, for goodness sakes. What's he, what's he doing on a snowplow? Uh, more to come on that one, but, of course, many people still talking about the horrible accident, or you don't really call it an accident. I mean, it was a routine tackle, it looked like, on Monday Night Football, DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, and then he falls to the ground with a heart attack, and he's in currently critical condition. So that's a big story across the nation today. We wish him all the best, and our thoughts are with him and his family as we try to get him on the right side. And, and, and the good the good news, if there's any good news to come out of it, this game in some ways between the Bills and the Bengals was irrelevant. I, I'm pretty sure it was because both of those teams have had very good years on the gridiron, and I don't think this game was going to really dictate anything other than a maybe a change of seeding. They both were ex expected to go on to the playoffs and – I think the Bills maybe had already captured the AFC East and the Bengals may have already captured the AFC North. I, I, I haven't looked at the AFC. I was actually at an NFL game Sunday and saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers capture the NFC South. Congratulations to Tom Brady for that accomplishment there. I think he's pulled in nearly, I think in the 20-plus years he's been an NFL quarterback. I think he's won his division all but maybe four years in that time as a starting quarterback at age 45 I think he is not a bad track record Mr. Brady it is 18 minutes after the hour here on the y'all show and again it's very easy to reach out to us if you'd like to on our text line 731-277-5155 and let's see here let's go to the text line where someone has kindly texted us here 
and said, read this article and look what Dr. Hansen from the 1980s predicted. Okay, well, thank you, listener, for sending that to us. Uh, this is a image you have shared with me so generously. It's from Noah, and it's about the jet stream and polar vortex. My eyesight's not quite good enough. You sent me some very detailed imagery here that uh, I can't see all the wording there, but it looks like what was predicted some time ago may be coming true. Maybe that's the purpose of you sending that there. Uh, I, I, I need a little bit better glasses and maybe a little bit better time to go through and read exactly what you're sending that. But hey, no matter what, thank you for taking the time to send that our way. And that's just how you do it. You just send it on and we will be happy to relay that message. Hey, we're getting close to uh, maybe some uh, chance for you to enjoy a good meal soon. And we have the perfect recipe for that. Asia Garden and Seabass is going to be stopping by here in just a few minutes as we have Seabass and Asia Garden live on Facebook. Facebook Live courtesy of Asia Garden, and that will be at WNWS.com's Facebook page. So go ahead and, and get ready for that. You know, each week, Seabass brings in on Tuesdays Asia Garden. And it's always like a uh, spin the wheel of destiny with what he brings in here because whatever he's going to be bringing from Asia Garden, it's going to be yummy, obviously, but it's always a story behind it. And the names that Asia Garden gives their dishes is pretty darn, pretty darn creative, I must say. So I don't know what Bass has coming in from Asia Garden today, but stick around and keep watching us here on News Talk 101's WNWS.com live there as well as on Facebook. If you tune in to see the Facebook Live presentation that Seabass will have for us here. So many ways for you to get your, get your Asia Garden fix right here on y'all show on WNWS.com. We'll take a break right here. Come back with more again. Just reach out to us. We would love to hear from you right here on the Y'all Show as we work our way through this first show of 2023. And we will be set up for more details from the world of news and sports and beyond all that coming your way. So stay tuned. We'll be right back, y'all. Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house. Regular patrols of your commercial or residential properties can dramatically deter crime potential. Random patrol checks economically provide security and deter crime. MaxGuard is the area's only regionally owned and operated security guard service. Call 427-7222 or visit MaxGuard.com. In today's world... Ashley, come to the office. Run this to the bank. Yes, sir. Sending an employee to the bank is a dangerous practice. Call MaxGuard and ask about their armed courier service. Deposits, documents, and more. Picked up and delivered anywhere safely. 
MaxGuard is the area's only regionally owned and operated security guard service. Call 427-7222 or visit MaxGuard.com. University of Tennessee football coach Josh Heupel reminding you that drinking and driving is a bad call. The winning game plan is to choose a designated driver. Remember, you have a choice. If you drink, don't drive. If you do, you will go to jail. A DUI can cost you $10,000, but more importantly, it can cost you your life or someone else's. That's not worth the risk. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Electric cars come in all shapes and sizes, but they have one thing in common. They save you money. Just imagine every time that you're stopping at the gas station, I'm saving money because I'm passing you I've not changed the brake pads at all in this car. You don't have to change the oil. There's a lot less maintenance required and a lot less expenditures. It costs me roughly $20 a month to charge my car. Visit driveelectrictn.org for more information on how you can save money with your own electric car. And welcome back, y'all. This is the Y'all Show with the General of All Things Southern, John Rawl, on, for many of you, a soggy Tuesday, but it is kind of good to get back into the swing of things after, uh, let's just say, most of us across the South have had the great pleasure of having days off and having time with family and friends and loved ones and maybe seeing some people you haven't seen in a long time and maybe a chance to catch up and uh, relive great memories and have great food. And if you're like me, you went and got on the scale today and you realized, oh my goodness, it's time to pay the piper because <laughs> too much uh, too much good food. And for me, a lot of junk food because I had, uh, with travels and more, a lot of hamburgers and, and being in Florida, lots of Whataburgers. I went to Whataburger, I think, three times total. And it was great. And and confession, confession. I felt like I was in heaven just the other day in Tallahassee because the Whataburger, the first one I ever went to actually was that same Whataburger in the state capital of the Sunshine State. And that particular location, you pull in there in the parking lot and right next door to this Whataburger just off I-10, they have some shrubbery separating the next door neighbor. And do you know who that next door neighbor is to that Whataburger? Krispy Kreme Donuts. And do you know there's a little cut through, a little path, narrow path between that shrubbery that you can park just like I did at the Whataburger. And if you uh, can suck your gut in, you can slide through that shrubbery and go over there. And I did this. I, I went and ordered my food at Whataburger. And they said, uh, it's taking us a little longer than normal 
I'm like, well, that's fine, because in my head I said, well, I was going to go to Krispy Kreme anyway. So I just went and got my number from Whataburger, put it on the table, and walked over to the Krispy Kreme, got them to give me a nice dozen donuts, and uh, able to get the donuts, put them in my car, and then go back into Whataburger and have a Whataburger. And, of course, yeah, I had a shake at Whataburger. So the point is I, I was a very bad boy from a diet standpoint, and now that it's January 3, hey, it's time to – Time to be thinking about getting back out there and uh, shedding some um, weight and, and getting the old workout in, and I'm sure I'm not alone. We call this show the Y'all Show because it's really about y'all. We want to hear from you. The less I have to talk, the better. And that's why we are here for y'all, for all y'all. And it's, it's the kind of show where you can learn about the things that the South loves. That's news and weather and sports and politics and cooking and travel and more. So we're going to mix all that right here and the characters and personalities. We want to bring that in here on this show as well. So if you consider yourself a character, we've got a phone line ready for you, courtesy of the Old Town Spaghetti Store. 731-423-8101 is the way to reach us here on Talk with a Southern Accent. Okay, keeping our eyes on Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C., as of high noon today, all members should be sworn in for this new congressional term. And we've got some new faces, and it's going to be a Republican majority, but barely, barely. And, and gosh, one of the developing stories that happened while many of us were focusing on Christmas is this Congressman Santos from New York. What a uh, what a story there. And should this guy do the right thing and fall on the sword and leave because he's such an embarrassment with the lies? I mean, the guy lied about his education. He lied about his sexuality, I think. He's lied about that. And then he lied about, for God's sakes, being a Jew. And then he lied about having grandparents in the Holocaust. And he, I think, I need to double check to make sure that it, the official swearing in happened today that he was supposed to be sworn in as a new member of Congress. Let's see here if I get anything about him that's happened. Uh, I, according to one story, it says that he's being sworn in today because he did not, he didn't fall victim to the pressure. And even though fellow congressman, fellow Republican congressman said that George Santos should consider resigning now, I heard an interview not long ago when someone tried to put the pressure on Santos to resign. They, they answered that media trying to get them to go along with resigning, and it'll maybe come to me who, said, who, who, who it was. It was something I saw on maybe one of the cable channels. But their response back to the journalists was, hey, well, this, they, they came up with all these reasons, citing another person who lied about this and that and this and that. And they were actually citing the lies coming from what Joe Biden has had in his history as a political person. So I still think Joe Biden never lied about his grandparents being in the Holocaust, but uh, what a uh, crazy thing. But Congress, the new members being sworn in today, those being reelected, and there is a civil war going on in Congress with the Republican leadership trying to find out if Kevin McCarthy will indeed be the 
Speaker of the House in this new term. Phone lines are open. Let's go to those lines because we've got someone patiently standing by. This is the Y'all Show. Welcome in, y'all. Yeah, I used to watch uh, Biden make his speeches and stuff, and a lot of times he'd be saying exactly what people in Europe that were running for office would say, word for word, you know? You remember those things they called on him? Uh, well, there's been a lot. He, he's certainly not been a uh, Eagle Scout himself with his background, but, uh, yeah, go ahead if you want to rem- remind us of what he did. Well, whenever somebody in England you know, Europe, UK would make a real good speech. He would copy it word for word and even refer to his wife and, and stuff like the politician in, in Europe did. And then uh, some of the other stuff, he claimed to be a, a lot smarter than he was and graduated higher than he claimed to have more degree. I mean, he lied about everything, you know, mm-hmm. just, he, he just, but I don't think the lobbyists care if the politician lies or not. <laughs> They're still going to pay for their vote. We yeah. don't have to worry about the politicians. It's the lobbyists that, that run the country. Uh, the politicians is a smoke screen for people that, that are watching football and go, oh, yeah, I need to go vote, and then to get back to the football game. That, that's how America's run now. What do you think of the Kevin McCarthy situation? What is it? Well, he's being challenged for being House Speaker. You know, normally your minority leader becomes the Speaker of the House when there's a change of Congress and the minority becomes the majority, but... He's got a lot of pressure from the Lauren Boberts and Marjorie Greens of the world, and I'm not sure he's going to have the votes to become House Speaker. That's that's the big question today. It's not going to bother the lobbyists. Okay. The politicians does not matter. It's the lobbyists. The oh. lobbyists are going to pay whoever they have to to get what they want. That, that's how the country's run. The, the, the politicians, like I just said, they don't matter. That's the smokescreen. Okay. It, it's, it's the lobbyists. big big money thing is what runs everything well you're not the first to say that well thank you for the call we got full phone lines here on the y'all show let's move on to caller here our second caller of the rebirth of y'all welcome in y'all how you doing today i'm good how you doing good i think santos is just practicing his lying so when he gets sworn in he'll be able to fit right in with the rest of them (laughs) you got to admit though this guy's lies were voluminous and pretty extraordinary, in, in my opinion. I know po- politicians lie. That comes with the territory, I think. But golly, exactly. I don't this, know how you can. Uh, I don't know how they even talk to each other, knowing well that guy's lying because I lie to him. He lies to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's just a circus up there. It is a circus, but we got a new Congress. We got a new Congress being sworn in today, and. We'll see if anything changes. Probably there's going to be less change because you're going to have a Republican Congress and a Democratic-led Senate and a, obviously a Democrat in the White House. Gridlock. Maybe we can keep some checks and balances in there a little bit. I think that's uh, one of the but, good things, if anything, that's come out of what uh, happened, even though it was a barely a Republican uh, yeah. victory, if you will, in, in getting that's the... True, but we just need to get some people up there that are honest and do what's right and just and stop all this... Mickey Mouse lying to here and lying there and just trying to get everybody to feel good wherever they're at, you know? Very good. Very good point. I'm going to nominate you. How does that sound? That'll work because I'd be honest like Dave. Well, that's what we need. We need honesty. Uh, we're going to kick George Santos out and put you in, representing New York, somewhere in New York. I think he's from Long Island. Now, would you like to live on Long Island? I can represent Sand Ridge. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take that. Thank you for the call. 
All right, let's move on. Got another call here on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent, and we want to hear yours. Good morning, y'all. Hey, how y'all? I can't talk with a Southern because I am from the North, but basically I'm really half and half because my dad is actually from West Tennessee. My mom is from New York, so that's the story on that. Hey, we'll take you. We'll take you. <laughs> well, I, I love the South, and I've been down here longer than I've been up North, so I'm good to go. But the uh, Congress is not going to be getting sworn in today unless uh, McCarthy gets uh, the Speaker of the House. Uh, they got to wait for that book to come through, and I don't think it's going to come through today. It may be several days before it does, uh, unless they can find some kind of a deal to make with McCarthy for these five people that are holding out. So, uh, And they can only lose four of them, so uh, the fifth one will make it not, not a go. So uh, they just have to wait until McCarthy becomes Speaker before everybody gets sworn in. So, Yeah, and a friendly <laughs> reminder... A friendly reminder with the rules of Congress, you do not have to be a sitting member of Congress to be Speaker of the House. Yeah, that's right. I remember people saying, well, Trump ought to do that, run Speaker of the House, but uh, you know, that will never going to happen. But that was that was one thing that was going around at the time. I don't know. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, he would you rather be the Speaker of the House in Washington, D.C., or sitting on the uh, golf cart at Mar-a-Lago all day? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good that Mar Lago I would leave so uh, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just waiting on his uh, election to come up so but anyway that's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun uh, to find out what goes on in Congress and the White House uh, this year with the uh, you know the uh, Republicans having the house because uh, they have the, the power of the purse this year so uh, all spending has to go through the house regardless of what the Senate or, or White House does uh, so it'll be interesting in that respect as well so uh well, well, it's good to have, good to have you on, on the radio and uh, listen forward to listening to you as it. Well, we're going to we're going to do something different. We're going to have a, a show that's again more of a southern focused show, and so we're going to talk uh, politics, obviously, but we're going to talk cultural stuff. Uh, we'll talk about going to festivals around the south and travel and some great food. Do you like food? Oh, I enjoy food. I, you was talking about, you know, gaining the weight. Yeah, I had the same problem, too. I gained several pounds over the holidays, and it starts with November because my birthday's in November, mm. and my wife bakes me a cake, a chocolate cake. So that's where it all starts with that chocolate cake. And then goes, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, New Year's, and eat, eat, eat. So uh, I'm like you. I've got some pounds that I need to go ahead and shed. So. And, and, you know, it's not just the food. I mean, when you're also in in holiday mode, you if you're like me and you generally work out every now and then, hey, I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to go out and exercise. I wanted to to, to be lazy. And, yeah. and and guess what? The calendar's turned to January. It's a new year. And uh, that's why all these weight loss places make a lot of money this time of year because they got brand new clients. Yeah, that's right. That's that's funny thing you mentioned that because there's one place I, I don't remember I saw it on on news this morning that's not taking any new members just because they, they put in a New Year's resolution to to come to the gym, so they're not taking no new people because of that. So uh, I imagine because they lose them after a while, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it, it's you know this is not easy. The whole weight thing and here being a, a show that's about the South. Look, let's be honest. The South is probably leading the nation in terms of obesity. And that leads yeah. to a lot of problems, whether it's diabetes or heart attack or more. And so if, if we can just be aware of that going into a brand new year like what we have, let's just try to be a little bit more healthy out there this year and, and uh, do things you maybe haven't done before to try to keep you around. We want to try to do that. And, uh, yeah. and, and that's what we want from you. So thank you for calling and go out and uh, 
I, I, we we, we kind of know a little bit about Southern food, but since you said you're a half you're a half Yankee, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. if there's one Yankee food that you just couldn't live without, what what would that be? I don't know. They I don't know if a food, but I know of a, a a pastry or something like that. They call them the hard rolls, and they're they're about four or five inches uh, wide and two inches tall. And hard rolls. Hard rolls. They're absolutely great, and I don't, they don't sell them around here. So, oh man, because you know, I had my first. You're probably going to laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not too terribly old, but I was alive in the 1980s, and it wasn't until 1982. I know exactly where I was. I was at the World's Fair in Knoxville, Tennessee, the first time I ever heard of or had something called a bagel. And if you're yeah. if you're a southerner. I don't think bagels were that common around this part of the world until somewhere in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Well, good to have hey. you on, this, on the program, and uh, I'll be listening and, and calling sometime. Hey, so, uh, we appreciate it. Your calls are welcome. Thank you very much. Let's move you. on here on the Y'all Show, talking about the South and food and politics and, oh, man, everything else going on across the land here today. Welcome in. Caller, you're up next. Are you there? Paging you, hello. Okay, looks like we lost him there in our discussion about bagels and Yankee food. <laughs> Put him to sleep, probably. Now, a bagel is, is is a that's a good thing. I I, I got to admit, you know, because one reason that bagels are good, it's kind of it's kind of in my opinion, it's it's kind of hard to have a bad bagel. I mean, I, I, how's it bad? I guess it get, I guess it can get old, but. Uh, a warmed-up bagel's fine. If you had to eat one that's not even just, you don't even put it in the toaster, it's fine. You can put peanut butter on it. Uh, they have them in the hotels when you go in there. Pretty easy Yankee food, I must admit. Unlike grits, which is what we kind of specialize here in this part of the world, and it's as simple as it should be to make good grits, boy, it's it's hard. It's hard to make a really, really good grit. And I was with someone just the other day on my travels around the Sunshine State, and we went to a place that had grips, and they were not that great. They were okay, but when we asked them if they had some cheese that you could throw into those grits, that made all the difference. And the funny thing was, as soon as they brought that uh, shredded cheese out, it looked just like what you would find if you went up to the Cincinnati area or northern Kentucky, and you got you a good three-way or four-way from one of the Gold Star Chilies or Skyline Chili. It looked just like that kind of cheese. And that made me hungry for chili here on a chilly day in January. We'll take this break here on y'all and come right back as we work our way to On the Road with Asia Garden. We're going to have sea bass coming in for that and have just a delicious repertoire of food from that wonderful spot if you haven't gone by there you need to do so, Asia Garden. But let me actually first tell you what's going on on the sports front here today because we've got some big news, of course, the news off the field of what actually happened on the field as Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin suffered a heart attack during the game on Monday night in Cincinnati, the place I was just talking about. And right now he remains in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital, so we Certainly wish the best for this young man. And I, I don't want to belabor the point. It's a horrible thing to see, but it just brings back memories. If you saw other tragic plays in football, this is a heart attack, which is a little unusual. 
We've seen, remember the Rutgers player that was paralyzed after a hit? Of course, you've got uh, Chucky Mullins at Ole Miss who was paralyzed in a game against Vanderbilt that ended up dying some year and a half later from his on-the-field injury. Mark Bonacani was injured at ETSU when he played linebacker at the Citadel back in the 1980s. He's still alive, actually. Thank God he's the son of Nick Bonacani, the Miami Dolphins legendary player. But he's he and the Rutgers player, I believe, are the two, two surviving players who were critically injured while playing football. But this player, again, a heart attack was the cause. It wasn't necessarily a head injury or anything like that. Just a weird, uh, just a weird thing in the immediate silence that went over the stadium there in Cincinnati, and then the fact that he's been able to be in critical condition is just a horrible thing for he and his family to have to go through and Bills Nation, which giving the Bills proper credit, they have one of the best fan bases in all of the National Football League. They travel so well, and I know the Bills fans are right now just uh, – and all of NFL world and all of all of sports fans and anybody with a heart is hoping for the best for this young man to recover. But that NFL news is the big story today on the sports front. And then I mentioned this a little bit. One of the things that may get overlooked today is some of the bowl games that happened on actually Monday. We had four games played, and the SEC picked up a nice win on Monday with Mississippi State and a tribute to Mike Leach, their coach they lost just before Christmas as the Bullies were in Tampa playing the Illinois Illini in that ball game there at Raymond James Stadium, and MSU picks up the 19-10 victory. This was a game where they actually trailed 7-10, to or rather 10-3, heading into that final quarter, and MSU able to notch 16 fourth-quarter points and got a win there in the beautiful Sunshine State, 19-10, pushing them to a 9-4 and record overall, and MSU was ranked 22 heading into this ReliaQuest Bowl game, the former Outback Bowl, and now it looks like they're going to maybe have a top 20 finish for what was Mike Leach's team and now their new coach they have there at Davis Wade Stadium. Great job, MSU. Ring that cowbell, MSU fans. Another big victory for an SEC team also on Monday as LSU destroyed Drew Brees, who was an assistant coach on this Purdue Boilermaker staff at the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. LSU 63 and Purdue 7. Way to go. Brian Kelly and his Bayou Bengals coming off the mat after they were beat by Georgia in the SEC championship and also were defeated by Texas A&M in their regular season finale, the Bayou Bengals, wrapping up the season. And they should finish in the top 15 for a team that really without that loss to Texas A&M and, and, and I guess that one probably kept them from a chance to play for the national championship because if they had been able to beat the Aggies in Aggieland and then gone on and won against Georgia, they – could have easily maybe played even with two losses for the national championship. But they they get the 63-7 to victory. Last night, what a great win by James Franklin, the former Vanderbilt coach. He took his Penn State ball club into the Rose Bowl and got the 35-21 victory over the Utah Utes. Utah, for the second year in a row, goes to the Rose Bowl. But for the second year in a row, the Utes go down in flames in that game in Pasadena. And then the game that I really wanted to talk about was how about the 
green wave of Tulane as Tulane picks up the one-point thrilling comeback victory, 46-45 over Southern Cal in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. What a fantastic year by Coach Fritz and the green wave. And it's the biggest win they've had there on the New Orleans campus since I think of the 1941, 40, 1940 season when they were in the SEC and they get a, they got a Sugar Bowl victory back then. It's been quite a while since Tulane even, of course, got to a major bowl. But how about that in this, the New Year's Six group of bowls, they got to go to the Cotton Bowl Classic as victors of the American Conference and Tulane. What a job there, 46-45 over Lincoln Riley's Southern Cal Trojans. And Tulane, look for them to maybe start out next year a little bit more well-ranked. You know, this is a team that's been building the last few years. Remember, I think it was last year, they were supposed to play Oklahoma to start the season on the Tulane campus, and then a hurricane came, and they had to move the game to Norman. And they still nearly beat Oklahoma in that first game of last year. And Willie Fritz, a guy who had been at Georgia Southern in years past, has come to New Orleans. And I was surprised he wasn't asked and courted to go to a, a bigger school. That may still happen, but what a job. 12-2 and two is what Tulane has wrapped up their season. The best season they've had since the 19, I think, 98 season when Tommy Bowden took that team to an undefeated season, and then he immediately went over to Clemson and became the coach of the Tigers. Tulane, way to go as you wrap up the 2022 season with a bowl victory over Southern Cal. The final college football game of the year, at least on the FBS level, will be your national championship, and that'll be Monday night, Georgia, and those Horned Frogs of TCU, the FCS national championship, comes your way Saturday from Frisco, Texas. Well, we've got Asia Garden in the house, and when we come back, Seabass is going to tell us all about the great food that he brought in here today, and we're going to put it on Facebook Live. You don't want to miss it right here on the Y'all Show. Stay tuned. The countdown to the new year is on with the biggest savings of the year at Golden Circle Auto Group. Happy holidays from Golden. This 101.5 News Brief is brought to you by Deaton's Carpet One. Be weather aware for the next several hours. There is potential for severe weather throughout the day with heavy rains, gusty winds, and storms possible. The Jackson City Council has been meeting today to discuss funds for building a multi-use arena and convention center for Jackson, a proposed budget amendment of $4 million to purchase Jackson Plaza at Old Hickory and North Highland is before the council. The first step would be to hire an architectural and engineering firm. Lifeline Blood Services has issued a critical appeal for blood of all types. The blood supply is critically low and several blood drives had to be canceled because of recent winter weather which brought bitter cold temperatures. You can donate at the Jackson Center or Dyersburg Center. Visit lifelinebloodserve.org to register ahead of time. There will be no bull riding classic in Jackson this January at Omen Arena as in years past. The Cody Nance Cooper Tires Bull Riding Classic is being moved to Martin at the UT Ag Pavilion on January 20th and 21st. Omen Arena is now being utilized by the school system. And there is a new general manager and CEO at West Tennessee PBS. The appointment of Peter Knoll comes after a nationwide search. Knoll was most recently the general manager at W. UNBJ TV here in Jackson. That's your 101.5 News Brief. I'm Julie Cook. At Southern Airways, we fly to make your day. 
Fly from McKellar Sipes to anywhere in the world with easier connections in Atlanta. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield with screening now at McKellar Sipes in Jackson. Land at gate E37 with Tokyo to your left and Orlando to your right. It's easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Southern Airways has put Jackson back on the map. We're ready to welcome you aboard. Book now at iFlySouthern.com. What sets Crylike Elite apart? Abundant resources. Driven and determined. Honest and trustworthy. We're always available. Confidence. Communication. Ethical. Dependable. We answer the phone. Strong Crylike corporate supports. We truly represent our clients. Decades of experience and true leadership. Family owned and operated for 20 years. Real Foot Metal is coverage you can count on. Property owners, architects, or contractors. Real Foot Metal has the products and services for your residential, commercial, and industrial needs. Real Foot Metal, proudly serving West Tennessee. now here on the y'all show for some good cuisine and we bring in sea bass the man luckiest <laughs> are, are, guy are you, are you in the kidding world. me right now you know before every game going all the way back to junior high and into high school i had a walkman cassette right i had a walkman cassette and before every game i take my wrist up and get ready to go you know getting focused ready to go and i would always play uh, damage incorporated by metallica do you know why i played that because it got me hyped up and ready to go for the moment to be at my best, ready to destroy everything in my path. I got a big assignment right here. You're going to have to do something else with the music when I come on for this <laughs> segment. That right there. I mean, how, how can I get hyped up about that? Man, I need something. I need uh, some ACDC or something like that. You, well, you know, don't need me... the music when you got Asia Garden. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not getting out of this. I need, I need, I need, I need. I need bump music, man. I need real good bump music. Well, so I'm working on something it. that says me. Maybe some Iron Maiden next time. How about well, that? Yeah. <laughs> How about what's your opinion of Southern rock? I was just in Jacksonville over the weekend. Oh, I, well, I mean, I, I grew up in Southeast Texas in the seventies and early eighties. I love it. I mean, it's part of my DNA. Well, uh, I, I, I was trying to tell someone Southern rock. I think I'm right on this and I don't claim to be a rock guy at all and not really a Southern rock either. But if you had to, Nashville's country music in Austin would say, yeah, we like country. When you talk about Southern rock, we're talking Jacksonville. For sure. Uh, Macon. Yeah. Oh, yes. Macon, Georgia, yes. I mean, and, and then the, maybe Muscle Shoals. Yeah, that's the that's the heart. Are those know, the three? I would say yes. I think you're spot on in that area. Because Nashville sure. didn't really have any. But, I mean, it resonated everywhere. I mean, even I grew up in southeast Texas. I mean, Southern rock was was everything. I, but mean, I mean, we had the Gillies and all that. Stuff, but Southern rock. I but mean, you're okay with Southern rock? Am I okay with Southern rock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. For these, sure. These bands and these songs you're trying to give me from nineteen. Yeah, Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's that. Your head might pop off yeah, if yeah. I played. You played Iron Maiden, but 
Yeah, if you want to throw me, man, you want to throw me any any, any type of Skinner, which I mean, they're going to have to be considered the Godfather stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you want to throw that in there? We we'll throw a little thirty-eight special in there. We we can, we we can make that happen. We're we're good to go. Uh, we'll but, see, we'll but, talk know, to our, our Mary Chapin Carpenter is not going to do it for. <laughs> well, that, that that song was Mary Chapin, and the reason I play that is because it's royalty free, and I'm wanting to put this on. <laughs> I'm putting this on iTunes. Yeah. Well, you tell iTunes I'm not royalty free. So <laughs> there you go. How you doing, big guy? I'm good. Everybody. This is sea bass. They know, and yeah, they know. But but we're uh, iTunes may not know that. Hi iTunes. Yes, and so what we want to do is let you watch sea bass on Facebook Live at WNWS's Facebook page. But also, if you're catching us on any of the multitude of ways to catch the show after it's live then we want you to see Seabass and hear Seabass and enjoy what he has in front of us. Oh, boy. And we're going outside. I think it's the Philadelphia in Pennsylvania and not the one in Mississippi on today's Seabass Facebook Live. Yeah, but you know what? They both work. They They both both work. work. You ready for me? Let me hit this button here because we're live on Facebook. Sure. Three, Three, two, two, one. Boom! There we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to the very first edition of 2023 On the Road Facebook Live with Asia Garden. And I'm very excited about today because we have one of my favorite, maybe my favorite Maquet role of all. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But, you know, it's all about saving money and getting great food for your bank for your buck. See these fried dumplings? Now, these fried dumplings make the perfect snack and starter, the appetizer to start your meal off. Take a look in there. No dumpling. See that beautiful sear right there on the bottom? What if I told you that order of dumplings is going to run run you less than $7 right now? Less than seven. Less than $7 for an appetizer order of these fried dumplings. And I like to use, this is, my favorite, this is my favorite sauce of all at Asia Garden. This is the ponzu sauce. This is a citrus-based sauce, so it's got a, it's got a little pucker up there, if you will, when, when you put something uh, into the ponzu sauce. So you just take your little dumpling, stick it right there in that ponzu sauce. Now, I don't mean to put you on the spot, mm. but what is ponzu sauce? Mm, I told you, it's a citrus-based sauce. Okay. It's got a, it's got a citrus zing to it. Mmm. It's got to go almost like an apple cider vinegar, but not with that overpowering. Yeah. You know what I mean? You would see something like this, and it would probably go in like a Carolina barbecue sauce. I mean, it's got that zing that is really, really good. Okay. This roll right here, this is the Philadelphia roll. And what makes it so great, and you can kind of see why they'll call it the Philadelphia roll, because what's that right there? Big old chunk of that Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm. Fresh, creamy avocado. But what makes this roll by far is this smoked salmon. I've said it before to anybody who will listen. Their smoking process at Asia Garden is the best in the business. Their smoked salmon, as soon as I put this in my mouth. Now, that's three completely different type of flavors. But that pronounced flavor, that smoked salmon is going to stand out. I'm going to taste it as soon as I put it in my mouth. And it is so delicious. It's a macaron. By the way, this whole roll, under $9. It's a perfect meal. I'm not going to dip it in any sauce because, to me, this thing speaks on its own. I, I, I want the flavor, that smoky flavor. Mm. Every time. There it is. The cream cheese, so fresh. The creaminess of the avocado. The Philadelphia Monke Roll is so good in the aftertaste. It's, it's just clean and it's fresh. I notice when you come in I just in love here, it. God, it's good. You don't even have a drink when you come in here. Don't need it. I don't really need it, but because generally I'm just going to eat a bite or two, and I'll get and I'll give uh, the rest to you guys, you know, and you can do what you want with it. There's no yeah. such thing as you guys. Man, let me tell you something. 
<laughs> Let me tell you something. Like that's that's the way to not get any of this. <laughs> you guys, you guys, whoever you. Well, want. you're the one who said it, not me. You must not want this. Is all I, know. I don't. Mm. Mm. So good. I don't because I want the whole thing, and you're not going to give me the whole thing. So. You're right because I've already eaten a quarter of it, and it is so delicious. You don't have to take my word for it. Head straight to Asia Garden. Have them bring it to your door. Tell them you want to try the Philadelphia rolls, one of the Maca rolls, or the fried dumplings. You're going to love them. Under nine, under seven dollars. So for under a ten dollar, a ten dollar bill, you can get even one of these dishes. It's that good. And the Hamilton Hill Shopping Center, nearly forty years now. When you think Asian cuisine. Think about our great friends, the Yays, and the folks at Asia Garden, 668-9024. For carryout or for delivery, they'll bring this straight to your door, or you can dine in and have this wonderful meal. You can order online using the app, search Asia Garden, use the menu. You can find the menu on the website, asiagardenjackson.com, where you can check out the entire menu and see just exactly what it is that you're looking for. When it comes to the finest in Asian cuisine, when you think local, think about my friends at Asia Garden. We will do that. Sea bass right here. We on will do that, y'all. And man, that looks. That I mean, every time we see him in here, mm. it's just it's just tough to do the rest of the show because the aroma of Asia Garden lasts as well when you come in here. That that smell, that ponzu, ponzu, is going, right. going to be a part of my. I'm going to have to. Man, go the flavors, there. dude. I'm just telling. <laughs> Mouth over water. Yeah, mm, so good. Well, while we have you, if you don't mind, as you stick that in your uh, mouth and make me jealous your thoughts on that oh. nfl player and the uh, oh have you seen anything like that no of not, course not, not no not no. a heart attack no 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 it's uh, it's uh do you think football had anything to do with it i think football had everything to do with it it did well yeah i mean they, 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 what's the the latin term for it that they were talking about i mean it's that sharp uh, blunt uh shot to the chest you know and in between beats. I don't know how to describe it, but okay. it's not a coincidence that that happened a, me- a, a second after that shot at the chest. I mean, it's, that's why it happened. But that didn't, to me, look like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not out there on the field, it didn't look like the world. It doesn't have hit. to. Look at that. Look at the definition of, of, of what they, and they've been doing the studies behind this. It doesn't have to be being hit in the chest by a cannonball. Okay. You know, yeah. it has to happen at the exact right timing, you know, with the amount of pressure, and it can happen. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Okay. Again, Seabass, a former college football player, and You've been, I guess, kicked in the guts and everything else. But, uh, man, our, our thoughts there with the Buffalo Bills no doubt. Nation. No, and they definitely did the right thing by not finishing that game last night. That game didn't really matter, did it, from a sense? A lot. It matters Seedings, plenty, yes. It does? It has huge ramifications, no doubt. Because they're both in the playoffs, right? Yeah, they're both in the playoffs. But, you know, this is about seedings and everything. Okay. Didn't realize that. But well, we wish this man the best as a really tough day in the NFL with that. Seabass, thank you for stopping by. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. We've got a whole other hour of y'all coming right up, so you don't want to miss out on the fun here on Talk with a Southern Accent. Stand by for the news, and we'll be back with Hour 2 here on Y'all. From the heart of the Hub City in downtown Jackson, WNWS 101.5 Jackson. USA News. I'm Rich Johnson. It is not looking good for House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy's quest to become Speaker of the House, at least on the first ballot. After a contentious meeting with McCarthy, several opponents say they still can't vote for him. Colorado's Lauren Boebert says and that's McCarthy's fault. Yesterday, we had a deal that was not a selfish deal in any way for Kevin McCarthy to get him the gavel on the first ballot, and he 
eagerly dismissed us. Bobert says McCarthy had asked opponents for names of members and committee assignments, but rejected that list. McCarthy says it was about some members just wanting positions for themselves. Last night I was presented the only way to have 218 votes. If I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels, to take over the church committee to have certain budgets. Opponents predict as many as a dozen House Republicans will not vote for McCarthy on the first ballot. It's an extradition hearing in Pennsylvania today for Brian Koberger, who faces four counts of first-degree murder in the stabbing deaths of University of Idaho students. Stephanie Goss says Koberger is expected to waive extradition in Pennsylvania and could be back in Moscow, Idaho tonight. That's when we may learn more from law enforcement. It is possible when he goes back to Idaho, where, Idaho, where he is formally charged, that we may see something uh, called an affidavit that may be released. Regular patrols of your commercial or residential properties can dramatically deter crime potential. Random patrol checks economically provide security and deter crime. MaxGuard is the area's only regionally owned and operated security guard service. Call 427-7222 or visit MaxGuard.com. In today's world... Ashley, come to the office. Run this to the bank. Yes, sir. Sending an employee to the bank is a dangerous practice. <laughs> Call MaxGuard and ask about their armed courier service. Deposits, documents, and more. Picked up and delivered anywhere safely. MaxGuard is the area's only regionally owned and operated security guard service. Call 427-7222 or visit MaxGuard.com. This is University of Tennessee football coach Josh Heupel reminding you that drinking and driving is a bad call. The winning game plan is to choose a designated driver. Remember, you have a choice. If you drink, don't drive. If you do, you will go to jail. A DUI can cost you $10,000, but more importantly, it can cost you. Back into hour two of today's Y'all Show on this third day of January 2023. Uh, have you had a chance to write a check yet? I've done that a couple of times already, and it's always that first couple of times, as we all know, when you have a new year, you got to keep telling yourself, all right, you big dummy, don't forget, it's 2023, and don't put 2022, and if you do, you got to uh, take that pen out and, you know, scratch it in there real good, trying to turn that two into a three. Maybe your penmanship's better than me. <laughs> and I've already gone, talk about a productive start of the year. I've already gone and to the post office and gone through there. And, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But when your post office has only one person working the counter and there's 15 people waiting in line, yeah, it's kind of a big deal to say that you've been to the post office. And 
I wasn't even there at like closing time. I was there at 9.30 this morning, something like that. You would think they'd have more than one person working. I bet you they got people still enjoying the holidays and having a good time while we're all. In fact, one person behind me said something very smart elecky, not very Southern, to be honest with you, to the post office worker about, hey, are there other people that come can come help? I'm kind of um, in some ways glad they spoke up because someone did end up coming, but that was pretty rude, if I must say. This is the Y'all Show. We try to be hospitable. We try to be nice because we're all about the South. John Rawl is my name, and it's great to have you here. For many of you, a very soggy start to your work week on a very abbreviated work week because eh, most of you didn't have to work on Monday like the post office and like the banks and like the courthouses and such. It was a holiday. Even yours truly had a holiday on Monday. So we got this shortened week where we got to work until Friday, and then it's the weekend again, and we can all enjoy the first full weekend of the new year. If you would like to be involved with Talk with a Southern Accent, we've got a couple of ways for you to do that. Courtesy of the Old Town Spaghetti Store, you can give us a ring at 731-423-8101, or the Man's Record Service text line for the Y'all Show is 731-277-5155. Easy, easy for you to be able to reach out to us and tell us what's on your mind. Currently, as we look at the political side of things today, Washington, D.C. is where the new Congress is being sworn in. They are already sworn in. They're in their seats. And actually, at this very moment, they are counting the votes for House of Representatives Speaker. And at the very moment, Hakeem Jeffries, the Democratic minority leader, has more votes than Kevin McCarthy. And all you got to do to be elected Speaker is have the majority. Is it possible that a Democrat could be the Speaker of the House, even though the Republicans are the majority party? Well, if I don't know if that's possible. I don't think it's possible. And it's very early as they've got to get up to 435 on the votes. But we know that there's definitely some hesitancy from many people about having McCarthy come out as the Speaker. Yes, he's been the minority leader for the last few years. But remember, you've got the Marjorie Greens, Lauren Boberts, Matt Gates, and more who are very much opposed to this guy. And we saw over the weekend a story come out that said that, I think it was Sunday, McCarthy essentially has agreed to some concessions in order to become the speaker. So we'll find out if he gets it on this first vote and and ends up becoming the Speaker of the House. But for right now, it's a very close vote in the Congress as they're voting for this 118th U.S. Congress that's going into effect as of today. Let's go to those phone lines here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Caller, you're up next here on Y'all. How y'all doing? This is me. This is you. All right, I'm going to talk with my Southern Accent. Hey, you talk with it. We'll take it. All, All right. Now, I've never seen nothing like what happened last night. But I do remember years ago, there used to be, in wrestling, there used to be something called the heart punch that they had to outlaw because they would hit you right there in the heart 
and that would cause a, an arrhythmia or something and, and cause, a, cause a heart attack. Now, I'm not sure if that's what happened last night because they said it was a helmet to helmet hit. I didn't see it. I was working, but the one thing that I did see was when uh, Daryl Stingley got paralyzed playing for the Patriots and uh, Jack Tatum hit him. And I, I saw that, and that was real bad. Yeah, it was a, a scary thing. Um, speaking of W, are you a wrestling fan? Oh yeah, I used I used to I used to watch it all the time. Well, there were some wrestling passages from this past weekend. I saw where uh, one. Did you see about some of the WWE people passing away? Mm, no. Uh, there was a announcer, uh, announcer I believe. I, I need to pull this story up. But there was a announcer, and there's also a wrestler that also died. I saw that the other day. I'm sorry, I don't keep up with, with wrestling that much. I thought you might be able to help me out. If y'all know the names or the stories I'm talking about, feel free to text that in to me because we try to, on the y'all show, try to give you everything uh, that's of, yeah, I, of relevance across the Southland. I kind of lost, lost touch with the wrestling once The Rock became a big movie star. Oh, oh, you, oh The Rock, yeah. Yeah, that. That that that's when I kind of quit watching wrestling when he became when he started when he left. Uh, well, he's they done. He's came, done well. They came to Jackson. They had came to Jackson and uh, Triple H was there. This was right after the Rock had left. And I told and I told Triple H, I said the Rock will be back. And Triple H looked dead at me. <laughs> Is that right? Was the yep. was Dwayne Johnson? Was he a good wrestler? He was a bad guy. So oh, he was. Time, he, he 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 flipped back and forth. He go good, then he go bad. Ah, okay. So you're te- teaching both, me things. He was a villain. Ah, he, okay. He, yeah. yeah. There's there's talk about him maybe running for president one day. No, he can't do that because if they go in his path, oh, it's a big mess. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know his dad. His dad was Rocky Johnson. I knew his dad was a Nova Scotian wrestler or something like that. No, no, his dad was Rocky Johnson. Okay. Because he fought Jerry Lawler. He was boxing. And Lawler was wrestling. And then Rocky took off them gloves and kicked Lawler's butt. Ah, man, we're learning so much here on this show. Um, well, Dwayne Johnson obviously is uh, – he, it seems to be that everything he touches these days is, is turns to gold. Maybe not presidency, but everything else it seems yeah, to be. Yeah, because if they go in his past, I mean, you know, the, the beginning of, of, of wrestling and stuff with, with his uh, lineage – he couldn't make it. He wouldn't be able to do it. All right. Well, um, that could be a Pulitzer Prize for me. I've been looking for a Pulitzer. Maybe I can look into Dwayne Johnson's past. Just kidding. Yeah, it, it, it's going to get you when, when when you find out about his grandmother's grandparents and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, man, you're really making me want to earn my pay here. We'll try <laughs> to do that. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your day. All right, y'all too. All right, y'all too. I like that. Hey, we got a bunch of texts we got to catch up with here on y'all, and you can reach out to us 24-7 on the Man's Record Service text line. 731-277-5155 is how you do it. Let's go and catch up again with some of these texts that have come in. Texter says, John, I am glad to hear you on the radio and not filling in for someone else, Scott B. Well, Scott, thank you. For the very kind words, yes, the Y'all Show, if you're just tuning us in, we were on many stations across the southeast powered by our flagship station of WTJS FM 93.1 for for a number of years. And then because of various things and changes and frequencies and formats and more, 
and um, and frankly, we lost several stations because of format changes on the AM dial on our stations in some of the states like Alabama and Mississippi. We ended up basically putting the show on pause in 2022, but we're going to try to come back with a vengeance here in 2023 because I've had so many people say, John, when are you going to do that y'all show again? And, and, you know, because of COVID, that's really messed things up too. But look, it's time for everybody to, to stop using COVID as an excuse or, or, or a crutch, if you will, and just get out there and do it. And, and nobody cares what we did before COVID. This is a rebirth here of the y'all show. That's what we're going to try to do. So thank you again for the kind words and thank all of you for, for giving me a chance to sit here in the air chair and talk about the Southeast back to the uh, text lines says, Hey John used to listen to you on this station around five years ago, but I think it was only on Friday afternoons. Were you actually in Jackson at that point or was it simulcast from elsewhere? (laughs) I love that question. Yes. If you are listening to me and you have listened to me in years past, for the most part, during the uh, lifespan of the Y'all Show point or 1.0, I was in Jackson, Tennessee. I uh, moved in, in 2018 to Jackson and started the Y'all Show in June of 2018. And primarily, Jackson was where I did the show from. But I didn't, and I won't generally talk about Jackson, Tennessee on this show unless there's something really amazing or, 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 or newsworthy. I won't say amazing. If there's something extremely newsworthy, I'm not going to sit here and talk for two hours about Jackson. I'm going to talk about the South. And because I want you to learn about everything going on that particular day, the show changes. I mean, I, I can't tell you what we're going to talk about because it, every day is different. But uh, many of you have interest in other parts of the, the state or the country or the region. And that's what we try to you know, basically bring in Southern culture is what we're doing. And if whether you're in West Tennessee, North Mississippi, or Arkansas, Western Kentucky, and more, we're almost all kind of the same. And so a lot of the content we have is going to be relevant to everything. But if there's something now where, no matter where you're located that you want to hear about, then that's what this show specializes in. Cause we put this show up on iTunes and it's got listeners from all over the country. So we're not a, This is not an ultra-hyper-local show. There's plenty of other shows, great shows, you can do that. But this show is going to be a little bit different, a little bit different. But we still, you know, certainly want to hear from all points across Dixie. But, yes, thank you for that text. Back to the text line. This one, I guess, was back when Bass was on in the previous hour. Please ask Bass what the name of the song that he played last week that had a very deep bass tone. Well, I'll have to ask him, get back with you on that one. See, he knows all about... So, uh, classic rock stuff, and I don't. I'm a, I'm a country boy. And speaking of that, Texter here says, Thanks, John. We love your music, and your show is not always about you and what you like. You're right. You're absolutely right. And that's why I try to call the show the Y'all Show, because it's really about y'all. I want to know what y'all like. I want to, this is, uh, as I said earlier, the less I talk, the better. I want y'all to text in. I want y'all to call in. And I'm going to have a lot of guests. I don't have many guests today because this is my first show. But you're going to routinely hear plenty of guests from around the country, but mostly the South, come in and give us their opinion of politics, of other news stories, cultural stories, festivals, lots of music talk. Uh, I've got connections on Music Row. We'll have that as a part of our show and just uh, barbecue. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a panoply of conversation right here on Y'all. Okay, uh, Texter here talking about bowl season. 
and we talk about football a good bit on y'all. This texter says, this has been a fun bowl season to watch. Ohio State lost, Michigan lost, USC lost, Oklahoma lost, Clemson lost, Florida lost, and Lane Kiffin lost, and Tennessee won. Go Big Orange. I wish Alabama had lost too, but oh well. Now let's go Horned Frogs. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah, how about all those uh, those bullet points you bring up? Ohio State. Give them credit. They lost, but man, so many people thought they had that game won. I thought they had the game won, but it was an incredible game. If you haven't had a chance to go back and watch that, Ohio State, Georgia, I was in the Eastern time zone when that game was being played, and I do this little ritual that when midnight comes on New Year's, I usually kind of cut the TV off and reflect for about two minutes. That's what I was doing whenever the kick or missed kick, if you will, happened for Ohio State. And when I closed my eyes at 11.59, it looked like they had the game won and all was going to be great for Buckeye Nation. And when I opened my eyes up at 12.01 into the new year, I saw Stetson Bennett smiling and hugging and, I said, wait a minute, Georgia won? And sure enough, those dogs beat Ohio State at the Peach Bowl. Good job, Kirby Smart. Ohio State lost. How about Michigan losing? That's the big one. TCU playing for the national championship against UGA on Monday night. And Michigan, although a great season, once again, coach the coach there at Michigan uh, Harbaugh not able to get the game when it mattered, and he's not going to win a national championship this year for the maize and blue. Southern Cal, we talked about this in our one. How about Tulane giving USC a uh, just a really heartbreaking loss because Tulane rallied and got a victory. The Green Wave with their first major bowl win since the early 1940s, since before World War II, I think, uh, right when World War II started. Coach Willie Fritz's Green Wave get the victory in the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma lost. Oklahoma has a losing season as they lost to FSU. Mike Norvell, former Memphis coach, goes down to Florida State and is building a program. And bit by bit, the Knowles get the victory in that game in Orlando and Oklahoma. And Coach Venables now, I think they're 6-7 and seven, OU. He may not make it in this offseason. If Oklahoma it does what Oklahoma does, normally does, they're not going to be very happy about Venables. And there may be a coaching change in Norman before the next month is over with. I'm just telling you, be on the lookout because they, they had a losing season. Oklahoma. And then a team called TCU from their own conference is about to play for the national championship? Come on. Dexter also brings out to the point that Florida lost. Florida also, I think, has a losing season. And, man. What a uh, horrible first year for the new coach, Venables, not Venables, uh, Billy Napier down at, at UF. And I was in Gainesville over the weekend, and I can tell you that Florida Gator fans aren't even thinking about football. They're not talking about football. I was around in Gainesville when Georgia was playing. Nobody was even watching TV. They kind of checked out on football. And, you know, they've had a coaching change on the basketball front there for the Gators as Michael White now is coaching the Georgia Bulldogs. I didn't realize that. I kind of forgot about it, I guess. And so, yeah, there's a, it's not too good in Gatorland right now. So you bring up the point that Lane Kiffin lost. Lane Kiffin's Mississippi Rebel team went down to Houston and lost that Texas Bowl to Texas Tech. 
and they got they really got they got pummeled. Let's just be honest with you. It was not even that close of a game. Lane Kiffin and, and the Land Sharks end up uh, having a season where they won their first six or seven games, and now losing I think five of the last six. Their only win in Oxford this year, their only quality win, was not against Kentucky. That was the last game they won, I think, before they started losing to teams like Alabama. and They ended up losing to LSU and Arkansas and more. They lost to Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl, Mike Leach's final game as a coach. But the only decent win, looking back now at 2022 season for Mississippi, the Troy Trojans, they beat Troy, and Troy's going to end up in the top 25, and they won their bowl game, the Trojans. Way to go, Troy State. <laughs> Good job there out of the Sun Belt Conference. But, yeah, that's the only quality win. And they just gave Lane Kiffin $9 million to keep coaching the University of Mississippi. Ridiculous. And then the one on here that made me smile big, those Clemson Tigers, the team that I'm not a fan of. I will publicly come out and say it. that's the only team – you know, and if you're a true Southerner, you got to love at least one team and you got to hate at least one team. I don't like Clemson. I'm a South Carolinian and I grew up not liking Clemson. I got a lot. Most of my family members are Clemson people. My brother's a, a graduate of there. I don't like Clemson. And they got beat by Tennessee. So I was happy about that. And then Tennessee won. So kudos to Coach Heupel. What a great win that was for them in the Orange Bowl. The Big Orange take the Orange Bowl. They had a great season. And then you mentioned Alabama. And sure enough, Alabama had a great bowl win. A game Nick Saban afterwards called out the players that sat out that game, the guys that are in this transfer portal or trying to go to the pros. And he basically said this was great for the people who played in the game, like the Bryce Youngs of the world who played. A guy with potentially the number one pick in the NFL draft decided to play in that Sugar Bowl game that was not for a national championship. Alabama absolutely destroyed Kansas State. Great job, Crimson Tide, in that game. And so, yeah, Texter, you bring up a lot of points. We will get back to some text. We got calls holding. Let's go to the phone lines right here on the Y'all Show. Welcome in. Go Vols. Hey, speaking of Tennessee, <laughs> what a great win that was for, for Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. What a great season. You should pat yourself on the back if you have it. I don't think I had a lot to do with it, but uh, pretty awesome. I love the way, and I'll say this repeatedly, how we get the ball down the field deep on pass plays. You know, long pass plays. Yeah. Do you not agree with that? I didn't see the game. Well, okay. <laughs> We've done it all year. I was in I was in a bowl game in fr- uh I was at a bowl game Friday in Florida. But it wasn't the Orange Bowl. I went to the Gator Bowl Friday. Wow. And I saw Notre Dame rally and beat South Carolina. Yeah. Well, and none of my business, but okay, you have to be a fan of one of them teams. Well, I grew up a South Carolina fan. I'm not going to go out and buy my you know, wardrobe's not going to be full, filled up with South Carolina stuff today. But, yeah, I'm going to pull for them over Notre Dame. Yeah, Okay. And I have a lot of close friends who are Gamecock fans that were at the game, and I went with the went with them to the game and had a and it was okay time. I I uh, would like to have seen them win against Notre Dame because I really don't I like would have too. I don't like Notre Dame. I mean, I don't hate Notre Dame. I just don't like Notre Even Dame. Even if I liked Notre Dame, I would have been for South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. There's some you know, as, if you're a true college fan, you also have teams that you really don't like, but you don't hate yeah. them. You don't yeah. hate them. Yeah. I don't like Notre Dame because I feel like they get a lot of attention. 
and I don't like the fact that they're in um, they're 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 in the independent category. They're not in right. the conference. Right. And I and their their NBC deal I don't like. I guess I'm just jealous. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, South Carolina had seventy five percent of the fans there in Jacksonville, so Wow. Okay. But they still lost. South Carolina oddly enough, that South Carolina Notre Dame game featured the two teams that beat Clemson. Right. And then Tennessee and Clemson played in the game where they both lost to Notre Dame. Right. Is that right? No. Oh, no, no Tennessee no. didn't play Notre Dame. No, it was some kind of it was some, some kind of weird deal. Tennessee didn't play Notre Dame. Anyway, the the Orange Bowl ended up being the team uh, the losers of to I don't know what it was, but right. Anyway, great bowl season and and it's going to keep on going. You got an early pick for the national championship game? Oh, uh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, I think Georgia will win it. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, as bad as it sounds, it's fine when we they do. Since they are from the conference, and they did beat us. And whenever a team beats Tennessee, most of the time I pull for that team yeah. to do well against somebody else. I'm not always thinking, well, I want them to get beat. Uh, you know, if, if they beat us, I'm not necessarily thinking, I want that team to lose uh, after they beat us. Uh, I'm just that way. Uh, but anyway. Man, uh, that South Carolina loss, though, still has to be so tough. Because I know it. Clemson, uh, uh, both Clemson and South and Tennessee, both those two teams would, be, would have been in the playoff right. had they not lost to right. Shane Beamer's game And I've, I've wondered lots of times if we had not had some dissension on the team, which that did happen. Uh, some of the stuff they say happened, happened between the offense and the defense. And when we played South Carolina as our defense, a lot of them were kicked off with the offensive players and didn't even try. And, you know, the word is, of course, and I think it's accurate that the reason our defense looks much better against Clemson than it had against anybody all year uh, was the fact that they had all the criticism they called for how sorry they played against, against South Carolina. South Carolina's quarterback, who had struggled all year, a lot of the year, you know, I thought when we played them that he looked pretty terrific. (laughs) And, you know, and and the receivers, some of them, South Carolina's, were making great catches and uh, at times, and, you know, it never occurred to me there was some dissension, but I found out there was later. We did, but enough of that, too. At least our defense did do what they're capable of doing against Clemson, pretty much. Like we know, I tell you, you know, freshmen, they talk about how hard it is for a true freshman to have a good season this true freshman year if they play. Squirrel White is a true freshman. By George, if you ask me, he was one of the most underrated recruits coming out of high school there's ever been. I mean, Alabama didn't offer him, uh, you know, uh, just stuff like that. He was rated a three-star, and he'd go to these camps and outdo four stars. And uh, I'm just glad we recruited him, i tell you that. Still there? I am still here, you know. I, I'm letting you have the floor. <laughs> hey, was your trip to Florida? Man, that was great. I went down there primarily because of football. Did, right. you, did you know that? I knew you. 
I thought you told me you went to see South Carolina. I did, but it wasn't necessarily for me. I have a, a young son, and he was he's obsessed with football. Oh, okay. So I he was in Destin with his mother's family for Christmas. Oh, okay. So I drove down there and picked him up. Right. And planning out my week of football, well, there wasn't really going to be a game until Friday, and that was that Gator Bowl game. So we took our time, and we, we went to Destin, and then we went to Tallahassee stayed there then we went to the fsu campus they got a great stadium dope campbell's really a, a great right. thing there in tallahassee we went by fm uh, famu uh the rattlers we went by their stadium uh, which is also in tallahassee and then we went wow. to um we w- went on to jacksonville went to a pep rally on the jacksonville beach between notre dame and south carolina fans <laughs> and, and the bands were there and that was cool and then we went to the gator bowl on friday tailgated um had a great time, and uh, saw, saw the Gamecocks collapse, which uh, happens, and, and lost to Notre Dame. Then we went to uh, Gainesville, your favorite place. We, right. went th- we went there on Saturday and brought in the new year in Gainesville, Florida, but we went by the uh, three, three, three Heisman statues for the Gators, Werfel, Spurrier, and Tim Tebow. Um, I put down about $140 in the gift shop for my son to get a Tim Tebow jersey, and he's not a He's not a Gator fan, but he likes Tim Tebow, and it's hard not to like Tim Tebow. Right. And so we went uh, all over Gainesville. Then we went up, uh, got up early on Sunday and drove down to Raymond James Stadium and saw Tom Brady in his last regular season game of the year play the Carolina Panthers. Right. And so we went to that NFL game on on uh, Sunday. And I think that's about all the football we did. Wow. But that was enough. But we watched football just, you know, it, football's a pretty cool thing, yeah. Steve. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the Titans against the, is it Jacksonville they play? Uh, oh, they, they play this weekend. That's going to yeah. be for the AFC South. Right. But what do you think about that game? I think the Titans are a sinking ship, it looks like. <laughs> and, uh, and having been at uh, exact, exact Tech Field and the the loyalty and love that the Jags have for Trevor Lawrence, I mean, that boy, he's a good quarterback. Right. And that's a team on the rise and um, – I don't know what happened to Vrabel. I mean, this is now going to be the second year. It's going to be as uh, the Titans are my number two team. It's going to be the second year that I've seen them just lose it when it mattered. I mean, last year they were the best team in the NFL, I think, and they lost that game to the Bengals at home. And then this year they had the AFC South wrapped up. All they had to do was just sleepwalk through the rest of the schedule. And here they are probably going to lose it. Right. Somebody you would know, or somebody was telling me that the Titans held a bunch of people out, or their best players held them out of this last game. Well, I was I, I was in Jacksonville when that Titans game was on, and and so obviously I was in a place where it was very much a Jags deal. And I heard their fans going around saying they're not. Uh, this game doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what right, happens right. in this Cowboys game because all that matters is this game this week. Right. So we'll see what happens, but. Right. Uh, Vrabel needs to be uh, doing some laps if he lets that team lose and miss out on the playoffs after this, the way they had this thing wrapped up right. earlier in the season. Yeah. Steve, thanks for the call. You have a good rest of your day. Okay, thanks. All right, that's Steve, world-famous Steve. For our, our podcast listeners who aren't familiar with him, he's going to be a, a regular, I'm sure, on the show, and he'll probably bring up Tennessee football at some point in the conversation. We've got some texts we need to grab. We'll do that right here on Talk with a Southern Accent. We're going to do that after we take a quick break here on this Tuesday. Again, for many of you, 
it might be a little bit soggy out there, but uh, get through the day, get through the weather alerts if they're near you, and we will uh, hopefully wake up tomorrow. That would be Wednesday with a nice, beautiful, sunny day here in early January. Time out. More texts. Your calls are welcome, too, on the Old Town Security Store hotline, 731-423-8101. Y'all talk with a southern accent. It's coming right back. This is University of Tennessee football coach Josh Heupel reminding you that drinking and driving is a bad call. The winning game plan is to choose a designated driver. Remember, you have a choice. If you drink, don't drive. If you do, you will go to jail. A DUI can cost you $10,000, but more importantly, it can cost you your life or someone else's. That's not worth the risk. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Electric cars come in all shapes and sizes, but they have one thing in common. They save you money. Just imagine every time you're stopping at the gas station, I'm saving money because I'm passing it. I have not changed the brake pads at all in this car. You don't have to change the oil. There's a lot less maintenance required and a lot less expenditures. It costs me roughly $20 a month to charge my car. Visit driveelectrictn.org for more information on how you can save money with your own electric car. This 101.5 News Brief is brought to you by Deaton's Carpet One. Be weather aware for the next several hours. There is potential for severe weather throughout the day with heavy rains, gusty winds, and storms possible. The Jackson City Council has been meeting today to discuss funds for building a multi-use arena and convention center for Jackson, a proposed budget amendment of $4 million to purchase Jackson Plaza at Old Hickory and North Highland is before the council. The first step would be to hire an architectural and engineering firm. Lifeline Blood Services has issued a critical appeal for blood of all types. The blood supply is critically low and several blood drives had to be canceled because of recent winter weather which brought bitter cold temperatures. You can donate at the Jackson Center or Dyersburg Center. Visit lifelinebloodserve.org to register ahead of time. There will be no bull riding classic in Jackson this January at Omen Arena as in years past. The Cody Nance Cooper Tires Bull Riding Classic is being moved to Martin at the UT Ag Pavilion on January 20th and 21st. Omen Arena is now being utilized by the school system. And there is a new general manager and CEO at West Tennessee PBS. The appointment of Peter Knoll comes after a nationwide search. Knoll was most recently the general manager at W. UNBJ TV here in Jackson. That's your 101.5 News Brief. I'm Julie Cook. At Southern Airways, we fly to make your day. Fly from McKellar Sipes to anywhere in the world with easier connections in Atlanta. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield with screening now at McKellar Sipes in Jackson. Land at gate E37 with Tokyo to your left and Orlando to your right. It's easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Southern Airways has put Jackson back on the map. We're ready to welcome you aboard. Book now at iFlySouthern.com. What sets Crylike Elite apart? Abundant resources. Driven and determined. Honest and trustworthy. We're always available. Confidence. Communication. Ethical. Dependable. We answer the phone. Strong Crylight corporate supports. 
We truly represent our clients. Decades of experience and true leadership. Family owned and operated for 20 years. Real Foot Metal is coverage you can count on. Property owners, architects, or contractors. Real Foot Metal has the products and services for your residential, commercial, and industrial needs. Real Foot Metal, proudly serving West Tennessee. patrols of your commercial or residential properties can dramatically deter crime potential. Random patrol checks economically provide security and deter crime. MaxGuard is the area's only regionally owned and operated security guard service. Call 427-7222 or visit MaxGuard.com. In today's world... Actually, come to the office. Run this to the bank. Yes, sir. Sending an employee to the bank is a dangerous practice. <laughs> Call MaxGuard and ask about their armed courier service. Deposits, documents, and more. Picked up and delivered anywhere safely. MaxGuard is the area's only regionally owned and operated security guard service. Call 427-7222 or visit MaxGuard.com. University of Tennessee football coach Josh Heupel reminding you that drinking and driving is a bad call. The winning game plan is to choose a designated driver. Remember, you have a choice. If you drink, don't drive. If you do, you will go to jail. A DUI can cost you $10,000. This is University of Tennessee. Calculator would say that 435 divided by 2 would be 2. You got to have 218, I guess, to have a majority. So Jeffrey's has 199 you're not going to see a democrat it looks like uh become the speaker of the house but you because you've got 19 people as of now in the others category you don't have a majority so this may keep going on and on and on and uh, we might end up with marjorie green as your speaker of the house as the texture says anything is possible <laughs> all right texture here says john you might have forgot but southern people have hospitality until you make them mad, LOL. Well, thank you. Yeah, there's some uh, uh, Southerners, I think. Uh, this is a show about the South. Yeah, we, we're pretty nice people. Just don't get us mad. And that's what you're trying to tell us here on the text line. Thank you for sharing that with us here. Texter here on the, on the Man's Record Service text line as we move along 
says, I wish we could care for each other as much as we care about athletes. That player will get the best possible medical care and have plenty of support from people to get him through. There are average people that go through things without money or support. They are not seen as important as millionaires and entertainers. You know, you're absolutely right on that, and I appreciate you sharing that information. There's going to be untold amount of people who have a heart attack and possibly die today, and they'll never get a headline. Very well put. Texter here says, who is your favorite team? Gamecocks? I wouldn't say they're my favorite team. Uh, they're one of my top 200 teams. Um, I, I have a favorite team. Um, I don't want to talk about them today because my team is not even on the FBS level. Uh, and they had a horrible football season. And they have a brand new coach as a result of it. Uh, but uh, historically, the Gamecocks were my childhood team, and I still have an interest in them. But I'm, I'm not going to go buy season tickets anytime soon. But thanks for asking. <laughs> and then I have a SEC team that I have a degree from that I loved and not really in in love with them as I once was. But I, I did get season tickets for them one time. And it wasn't the Gamecocks. It was a team from the West. But, again, I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about y'all. This is the y'all show. Let's see here. A texter here says, Tennessee and Clemson both lost to South Carolina. Yes, they did. And going back, Clemson lost to Notre Dame and South Carolina. Those two teams met in the Gator Bowl that I was attending just the other day. Tennessee, of course, lost to Georgia and South Carolina. Spencer Rattler had two of the greatest back-to-back games you would ever want to see when he played the Vols and the Tigers of Clemson. But this past Friday, playing the Irish, it wasn't so great for Mr. Rattler. In fact, let's see here. South Carolina was in that game primarily because they got two pick sixes, two pick sixes in that game. And then they had a really awesome special teams play where they were down around their uh, visiting 30-yard line and they were lining up. Most would think they would be lining up for a field goal. And they actually got in a punt formation at the 30-yard line when they could have kicked the field goal. They got in a punt formation and decided to do a fake punt. And it was a, a pass to the long snapper, and it was a touchdown. Beamer, beamer ball is what they call it. And uh, I've not really seen that before. It worked out pretty good at the time. But they ended up losing to Notre Dame. Congratulations to Notre Dame. You know, they had a coach, uh, I forgot his last name, Tyron, I think his first name. He was a first-year coach there in South Bend. And I know they lost to Marshall this year, and they did not have the – they lost to USC, but they, they did not have the kind of year Irish fans would have wanted. But in the end, they ended up, I think, getting nine wins and, and winning a Gator Bowl. And, you know, not bad, not bad whenever they have a, a coaching change there in South Bend, to their credit. Texter here says, then the Republicans will want an investigation or recount of the votes. Oh, okay. You're talking about the House Speaker vote now moving to a second ballot in Washington, D.C. today as a result of Kevin McCarthy not getting the majority of the votes with uh, this vote ongoing right now. And it's, it may be a very long day. It may be a very long number of days. And I'm still trying to find out, and if y'all know this, other than just ego, tell me what the real rub with Kevin McCarthy is. I mean, Donald Trump has already come out and said that he's going to support, he would he would support or he's for McCarthy getting the House Speaker job because he knows 
that if this thing ends up going on for a couple of days or they end up having a, a weaker person become the House Speaker, this only helps Democrats. So why is there infighting? What, what is the reason the Marjorie Greens and the Matt Gateses and the uh, Lauren Boebert of Colorado, what are they so upset with McCarthy about? And I don't know. And I, I'm a guy that kind of follows this stuff. I still, I mean, I, I saw where Boebert was given a quote over the weekend where she used an expletive. Lauren Boebert, the bespectacled, the bespectacled Colorado congresswoman, called BS, but she didn't use BS. She spelled it out for you. She called BS in response to McCarthy's inside GOP meeting. And I know she's very upset. Of course, Lauren Boebert, if you didn't watch the 2022 midterms, she barely won re-election. I mean, she did win, but she's had so many people come out against her, and she was able to survive just barely after a lot of people were voting Republicans against her and voted for the Democrat in that race in western Colorado. But she won, to her credit, and she's back in Congress, as well as Marjorie Taylor Greene, as well as Matt Gates. I call that the, the triumvirate of... Uh, Many might say stupidity. Uh, I, 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 I like them because at least you know where they stand. It may, be, it may be a stance that's completely insane for some, but at least they are vocal and they make themselves available. There are a lot of people who go to Washington, D.C. and represent their districts, and you never, see from, you never see or hear from them. They're just placeholders. They vote the party line, and then they go off into some corridor, and you never see them. Uh, Matt Gates never sees a camera or microphone that he's not trying to rush up and talk to. And I was just in his district there in the panhandle, and I should have pulled my microphone out. I would like to have talked to that guy. I wonder how he gets that pretty hair he's got there. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Marjorie Green, I mean, boy, she had the dogs after her to try to get her beat in the election in 2022, and she won that there in northwest Georgia. And this followed, remember, she had her home broken into a couple times or it wasn't broken maybe it wasn't broken into it was the deal where people call in with fake emergencies there's a term for that and that happened I think back-to-back -back days and then she went through a divorce in fact she missed out on Ukrainian uh, President Zelensky when he was in town just before the Congress broke for Christmas she was away from Washington because she was finalizing her divorce from her husband of more than 20 years. And now she's divorced. Marjorie, what's your number? I'll give you a call. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's a busy lady. There's a lot of busy ladies uh, and, and men working in Congress. And now the brand new session starting today. Texter here may be helping me answer my own question. Texter says, didn't Kevin McCarthy vote with Chuck Schumer at midnight on the Inflation Reduction Act? I think you're right on that. But there were many, many Republicans that sided on that uh, major omnibus bill, a bill that had, I was actually passing through Jackson, Mississippi last week when that thing went through, and I think Jackson, Mississippi's water system, which has been in the news a lot because it doesn't work, evidently, they got over $500 million dollars but I'm thinking it's either six or eight hundred million dollars in that bill that just got passed the other day, specifically goes to the city of Jackson, Mississippi's water system. 
what in the world costs that much money to get a water system going? If you follow, and, and I was listening to talk radio going through the capital city of Mississippi when that vote happened, and even the people right there on the ground in that city were laughing about it. It's like, you have got to be kidding me. The only reason we have problems in our city, in, in this case Jackson, Mississippi, was because of corruption. I mean, this is the capital of a state. Do you really think that the state legislature and or the federal government would have allowed decades of, of misuse or, or, I guess, not testing and not keeping that thing up to standards, like not giving the budget that was needed for the city of Jackson? I mean, if you're a legislator in that state capital and you're purposely trying to keep money from having good drinking water for the city of Jackson, you're hurting yourself, at least during the month that you're in office, because you have to live there. You have to sponsor legislation. They have a rundown system because they put money into things they should not have been, according to that talk show that I heard on Super Talk Mississippi. But that passed last week, and again, I think it was about close to eight, I think it was around $800 million, the amount that that city is getting to fix their water system. Kind of harkens back to the days of Flint, Michigan, when they had all the major water issues in that city. One more text, and then we got to take our final break before we wrap it up here on this first show of 2023. Texter says, I missed Mike and Julie's first show in the new time slot this morning. How can I watch it? All right, here's how you watch it. You go to WNWS.com, and on the right-hand side at the top of the page, we'll have the, the video player of our shows, and to the right, you'll see On Demand, and then you can watch it right there. Also, if you have a Apple TV, Roku, or Fire TV, you'll see the On Demand options there, and you can watch the show that right now doesn't have an official name. Even this show has an official name, The Y'all Show. They don't have a show. Maybe they could be The Y'all Show pregame. That's what they could be there early in the morning on WNWS.com. Mike and Julie, great job there on day one. Let's snag this call before we take that final break. Caller, you're up on the Y'all Show. Welcome in. You know, they uh, exploded two nuclear bombs in Mississippi in 64, and it, it damaged their water. Where did that happen? Do you know? It's, it's down south. I, I looked it up a few years ago, and I just remembered that. that they, they detonate them underground, and, of course, that makes the water go bad. But you can look that up. They've well, let me ask you this. You're, you're, I think you're an agrarian. In that part of Mississippi... And and they have something called Yazoo clay. Are you familiar with that? I know that there's different types of clay that, that store nutrients. Uh, well, Yazoo clay is what they have around Jackson, Mississippi, and it is a disaster. If you, it like sticks to your shoes easily, and it's it's it's. I don't know if that has something to do with the water, but Yazoo clay is a is a rough thing supposedly. Well, just think how stupid we are to be detonating nuclear bombs. On this side of the Mississippi River, it's one thing to do it out in the desert, but to do it right here where we're at, I mean, they're, they're nuts. Uh, they I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Hey, thank you for uh, letting us know about that. Let's get this other call here. Caller, you're up next here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Hey, Mr. Y'all. I'm sorry? Mr. Rawl. Yeah, Mr. Rawl. Yeah, Mr. Rawl of Y'all. Yeah, you got it. I appreciate all you uh, were saying and a few questions, and uh, you're really uh, spot on. 
And uh, well, will you be the chairman of our y'all show fan club then? Yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> hey, the uh, McCarthy thing. I I heard at length on another uh, source, uh, and uh, it's all about some young puppies up there trying to get their name recognized and all that ego stuff. Well, I mentioned that might be part of it, and it's probably the reason, but you can't, if you're a Republican, the last thing you want to do is have a a weak Republican and or a Democrat leading the House. Uh, Yeah. But they're wanting to come in there as little uh, sucklings and uh, start setting some uh, rules to start getting committee. Uh, Mr. Kevin, uh, like a lot of people, I didn't know much about him. But uh, what they're doing, I think Newt Gingrich ain't too happy. And uh, people that I uh, used to think were not so good 35 years ago and uh, and uh, uh <laughs> It's a mess at best. Uh, the uh, football thing and all that. Throw one at me, then I'll let you go. Maybe you throw a question at me or something. Uh, throw a football question at you? No, just anything. Oh, okay. Well, I guess let me um, ask you a question. Let me sit here and think about it. I should I should have a question ready to go. What? I guess a, a, a good question would be, uh, what's your name? My name's Rich. Rich. Yeah. Rich, are you rich? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, good. I'm envious. In uh, heart in heart and spirit. Oh, just, that that's what matters. Right. That that's that's what matters more than anything. Now, is that the only question? No, I'll come up with something better than that. Um okay, so Rich, happy new year to you first of all. You too. You too and so, everybody. I mean it. So we're a show that's about the South. Are you a proud Southerner? Oh, yes. Good. So so much so that I could expound, but I don't want to. Well, we're going to be here a while, so uh, you you join us anytime here on the Y'all Show. We'll uh, we'll get that uh, Southern out of you. Again, I'm I'm making you the chairman of the fan club. Of the Y'all. Not, not for me. It's the Y'all. The Y'all fan club. That's what I mean, and I agree with you, and I'm voting for it. And... Uh, and uh, as far as the other, uh, I forget what it was, but uh, <clears throat> what was the last one? I, and I want to go now. Well, yeah. The last thing. Well, why don't we just save it? Because i got another uh, text. I know. Too. We're, go ahead. We're going to be out of time here. Oh, but. yeah. Every time. Uh, I don't really leave travel anymore, but uh, <clears throat> I'm very, uh, you might say, versed on uh, uh, other parts of this nation and so on and so on. And... Uh, I wouldn't trade anything for it from Colorado, California, blah, blah, to tech, blah. I love it in Jackson. I lo- I lo- and that's all I got to say. Hey, I love it here. You're a rich man, rich man. I love it. Rich, thank you for the call. Let's take uh, this text here, and then we'll call it a day here on our first show of 2023. Yeah, a texter says, Rich, yeah, Rich, R-I-C-H, I believe is what he said. Texter here says, John, if this speaker vote shows anything, it's that the Republicans will not join forces like the Democrats do and therefore will not get anything done that we voters voted them in to do. What a disappointment. They might as well forget votes for the 2024 election if this is how they are going to act. Yes, 
I think you were right on that. And finally, one more texter says, y'all need to keep Rich on a tight time, man. Just don't say, okay, all right, sorry. Um, look, anybody's welcome to call in on the y'all show, and we will be cognizant of the time because we've got lots of people wanting in and text coming in as well. So we're trying to uh, be a voice for all y'all. Well, thank y'all for being on with us. We'll have lots of good stuff. We'll have country music news and notes that we'll be passing along on our Wednesday show. And we also will have more sports information and we'll keep you up to date on what's going on in the world of Washington, D.C. as they are continuing to count votes as of now for this speaker position. But they got to do other stuff up there. They got to learn how to walk and chew gum at the same time. And I may need to go up there. Y'all might need to help me go up there and teach them how to do a little bit of all that. But it's been a pleasure being on with you. We look forward to seeing all y'all on the Wednesday Y'all Show. And that'll be coming to you right here. Same bat channel, same bat time. Thank you again. Y'all have a great rest of your day.